Welcome in to Rebound Off the Net. I'm your host, Joshua Cox. Today, we've got a special guest. and Let's go ahead and get to our exclusive interview. The league announced yesterday that the Nashville Cats opened the season against the Orlando Predators on April 27th at home. Today, we are joined by the general manager of the Nashville Cats, Mr. Greg Johnson. Greg, thanks for being with us today. No problem, man. Glad to be here with you. Greg, we heard back in July that Nashville is going to have a franchise, but hadn't heard anything since until yesterday. Take us through the process from when this started up until, up until yesterday. Yeah, a long process. Uh, took a little while because we wanted to make sure we were thorough uh, and, and had everything in order before we launched and announced. Also, too, the league had uh, an order of announcing when it came to each city, so uh, it was kind of our turn, and we uh, had gotten to a place where we got everything pretty much in order and felt like it was time to let Nashville know what we were doing. Uh, tell us a little bit about your football journey and how you became a part of this Cats restart. First of all, I will, I will tell you that I'm a football junkie and, and an addict, <laughs> like, like most football fans in the South. Um, grew up here in Nashville, uh, went to high school at Brentwood Academy, uh, had a really successful uh, team uh, record there. We won the uh, state championship three out of my four years, 53-2 uh, and two in those, uh, those years. Played a lot of good football. We played in Alabama. Matter of fact, we played uh, played Enterprise uh, down in Enterprise and and um, uh, Florence, Alabama. Uh, so you know, traveled, played some good football. Uh, had an opportunity to be recruited for football and track, uh, and uh, kind of narrowed those choices down. And uh, after making my official visits, I felt like Penn State was the best opportunity uh, with a great coach. And uh, they had, had just recently come off of a national champion, national championship. So felt like there was momentum, uh, great education. It reminded me a lot of my high school. So I decided to go and play for uh, Coach Paterno and uh, got there, registered my first year, got a few snaps, uh, came back second year, uh, got some more snaps. We uh, played Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl for the national championship and lost. But in those two years, I realized that everything in, in my Penn State world fit perfectly, except for one thing, and that's I'm a wide receiver. We were only throwing the ball maybe 10, 11 times a game because we had All-American running backs everywhere. We had a defense that, you know, had uh, many uh, future NFL players. So I made that hard decision to uh, uh, transfer and uh, wound up transferring to uh, Mississippi State with Rocky Felker. Uh, Rocky Felker was the receiver coach at Alabama when I was being recruited. Fell in love with him as a person, but Alabama just wasn't the fit for me. So he uh, got the job in Mississippi State and kind of turned that thing around in a matter of two years. So I decided to go there, put in a couple of years there. And uh, when football was done there, I uh, tried out for a few people and got a cup of coffee, as they say, and uh, realized that it was time to use that piece of paper. And uh, was it started in TV. My major was communications. Started in TV and assistant producer for the Bobby Jones Gospel Show on BT, BET. Um, met my my ex wife. Moved to Philadelphia. Uh, went to work with Stryker Medical and sold hospital equipment. Did that for years. Uh, decided to move back home. Moved south. And uh, no longer wanted to be in medical. So uh, got into real estate, which is a, a really good business in Nashville. And, um, you know, just kind of worked camps and, and, you know, did some things in my high school, mentored some young players here in the city, some high school kids here in the city. And, uh, you know, fortunately, this this uh, AFL opportunity kind of fell in my lap. And based on my memories and great times, uh, uh, you know, my son and I going to games, I decided it's the right thing to do. It's the right time. 
this city has grown exponentially since that time. Uh, the the uh, I cast that here in 03 and just so many things change, you know, with social media, online streaming, uh, you know, this has become one of the top five entertainment capitals of the, in the country. Um, so just a lot of great things that, you know, that cat, uh, the previous catch team didn't really have advantage to take care of, but take advantage of. So I figured we can do that. So that just kind of brings us to where we are now. It's a process putting the ownership team together and, you know, picking the right people for advisors and, you know, we did that and ready to rock and roll. In an article in the Tennessee, and it talked about how you all thought it was uh, important to keep the cat's name. Why do you feel like that was important instead of going with a new name? So <clears throat> initially, we were, you know, we wanted to start uh, to keep the cat's name. Uh, the previous owner uh, really didn't know if he wanted to let go of it or not. So we kind of transitioned and decided we'll start and, and build our own brand. <clears throat> but through the process, we realized the Cats brand, it's not just a name, it is a brand. And they had such a phenomenal following and incredible reputation that we felt like, you know what, we might need to get back to thinking through that. And uh, just so happens, fortunately, we were able to make it happen here. Actually, not, you know, in the short term, real close to, to the launch. Um, but ever since then, with our social media and our emails and the AFL uh, uh, site and all the comments they've got, just people are just absolutely crazy about the, the cat. So that's why we decided we really need to try to focus on that and, and try to acquire that. And unfortunately, we were blessed to be able to do that because it is people remember that brand, man. I mean, they they. I will give it to Bud Adams and 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 the previous owners, man. They they built a heck of a brand. So we just figured we'd take advantage of it. Uh, it was announced that former Tennessee Titans coach Jeff Fisher is being tagged as a chief advisor of the franchise. Coach Fisher is very ingrained in the national community. How important is it to have someone uh, to help you uh, like that to help you restart the franchise? I could not think of a better advisor in this city than, than uh, uh, Coach Fisher. Um, he and I have a connection. My uncle was his personal security. Um, my uncle was a highway patrolman, so he was a personal security. Uh, and you know, knowing Jeff, knowing his character, uh, he is an incredible person. Uh, knowing his his football acumen and expertise, uh, you know he's done it on the coaching side, the management side, and uh, you know we had an opportunity to meet him through some some contacts, and it just fit. You know the first meeting we had, uh, just a lot of knowledge. Uh, he was he loved uh, the cats while they were uh, were here. He went to watch the play, took his kids to watch them. Uh, so he had a connection there and he's, uh, he's a, an, an extremely driven person to give, uh, you know, he's an advisor for Eddie George at, at Tennessee state and he just loves to see pe people succeed and anything he can do to, to, uh, to make that happen. He's willing to do. And as he said, you know, I'm retired. I, got, I have plenty of free time. So what the heck, <laughs> but yeah, but he, uh, and then we've got Greg Pogue who is a, a, uh, a a national sports uh, resource here in, in Middle Tennessee. Uh, he's been in the business for years. He's a Hall of Fame writer. <clears throat> he's the voice of the uh, Tennessee State Tigers. Um, and just when I tell you that Greg Pogue knows everybody in the city, he knows every piece of sports history. Um, and another great resource for us. So we've got two guys that can really kind of uh, eliminate a little bit of that learning curve for us. So that's why we decided to, to hitch our wagon to those guys as well. Nashville will be one of the more major markets in the revamped AFL. There's a lot of things for people to do in the city of Nashville. What are you all going to do to get out in the community and get the uh, people behind the team? Well, the first
first thing that I'm going to do is build a uh, franchise full of high character people, whether that be uh, people in the front office, uh, the players, the coaches, and, you know, uh, a huge mantra that we're going to make sure that we hold people to is we are going to be present in the community. You will see us. Uh, you won't find one of our players that will turn down an autograph or a hug. Um, you know, we're going to make sure that people know that, that the cats care about the community. Uh, we will have special events at our games. Uh, we'll, we're going to do a lot of things outside of the games. Um, so it is very important to all of us in this organization that character reigns first and everything else takes a second. As much as I love to win, and trust me, I love, I hate losing more than I love to win, but I want to do it with a team full of, an organization full of quality and character people. And a big part of that will be giving all we can to the community. Uh, what will the game day experience be for a fan that goes to National Cats game? And what are y'all going to do to enhance that experience? It is going to be loud. It is going to be live. It's going to be a nonstop party. Uh, so just just kind of put your, yourself in a place of a combination of a Prince game, the Globetrotters, and football. Um, here, it is going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, we are going to have, uh, we are fortunate and blessed to live in a city where we have access to uh, a lot of um, music artists, whether they be country or R&B, uh, hip hop. Uh, we've got a lot. We also have, uh, uh, our league office has a VP of fan engagement who also is in the entertainment business. So he's going to set up our sports. We're going to have, um, a tailgate type atmosphere before the game. We're going to bring in artists. There's a courtyard right beside the municipal auditorium uh, between the, the auditorium and the bus station, which is next door. A huge courtyard. We're going to set up tents, festivals, tailgates, and have a big party. Uh, during during the course of the game, you're going to hear music. We're going to have giveaways. Uh, we're going to uh, 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 do a lot of things with, with kids and, and youth during the course of the, the timeouts and, and half times. We'll have halftime shows with entertainers. Uh, and on the day that we have uh, day games, we will do some uh, really cool stuff in the evenings. So it's going to be a live experience from beginning to end. Uh, you all didn't announce a coach yesterday. Where are you all at in that process? And you think you could, uh, talk uh, Coach Fisher into coaching the team. <laughs> well, as it relates to Coach Fisher, that is a hard no. <laughs> in our very first conversation, he said, I will do anything in the world within my power to help this franchise be successful except for coaching because <laughs> of course you know i begged three or four times um i i actually have a list of five coaches that i have put together uh and believe it or not in, in the last 30 hours uh i have through social media i have received uh, uh interest in from 13 other coaches so uh, next week, I'm going to start that process of whittling it down and try to find three or four guys that I feel like fit what we're looking for. You know, it's, it, for, for, for us, it's not about just coaching acumen. You know, we want that guy that's a leader. We want that guy that's high character. We want that guy that holds the players responsible, hold, holds them accountable. And we want that guy that believes in winning and went in the right way. So there's just some of those things that I've gotten from, whether it be from my dad, uh, my high school coach, Carlton Flat, you know, my college coach, Joe Paterno. Um, I, those are things that are important to me. And I will find a coach that embodies 
most, if not all of those things. Some of y'all will be out recruiting players in the next few weeks. Uh, what are you looking for in a Nashville player? Uh, first of all, high character. Uh, second, someone who is absolutely addicted to football. That is, football is who they are to their core and in their spirit. Uh, uh, we want uh, dogs. We want guys that are aggressive, that are uh, uh, high-intensity guys, the skilled guys that, that we bring in. We want those guys to be the playmakers, you know, guys that go up and, and give 50-50 balls, guys that can take, you know, short passes and take them to the house. Uh, we want defensive players that will knock you in your nose uh, on every snap. Uh, and we want uh, players that uh, are, are hell-bent on creating a harmonious and a family-oriented locker room, um, you know, and appreciative players. So, that, you know, we're, we're looking for specific stuff that we're just not going to settle for not getting. Uh, so that's what we're looking for. I'm, I'm a receiver by, at, at heart, so I am partial to get to the game breakers. And game breakers can come in every form, whether it be a receiver that can take a five-yard uh, pass, uh, 50 yards for a touchdown, a linebacker that can make the big hit uh, and get a – or a defensive end that can get a sack fumble, uh, uh, you know, scoop and score. Uh, guys that make plays is what we're looking for. A rumor is out there yesterday uh, in the AFL world that Nashville may be the host of the Arena Bowl. Can you confirm or deny that? I cannot confirm that. Uh, there's, there has been discussion at the league level. Uh, I don't know if, uh, that has been settled yet. So I cannot confirm nor deny. Okay. Now, now I will tell you this at our owners meeting, you can trust and believe we do, we do our hat in the ring in a big way. And, uh, the league absolutely, not only because of, of the national itself, but because of the history of the cats, the, the, the league understands that, you know, they would. It would be ultra, ultra successful here. Uh, so I would say to you, if it doesn't happen in 24 in the, in the inaugural season, it'll happen real soon. And we'll probably get uh, multiple uh, championship games because of Nashville being Nashville. Yeah, it'd be a great place for an arena goal. Uh, what Absolutely. Are, what are your goals uh, uh, for the franchise as you enter where you're one? Uh, to uh, win a championship. That's, that's the first and foremost. Uh, and it's, it's really only to win a championship, of course, and to put a product on the field and in the community that this city is extremely proud of and proud of to the point where, uh, anything that the cats do, they show up, uh, uh, when they're not available, they listen on the radio or watch on streaming, watch online, um, or, or on TV, whatever the media is. And uh, so proud and so excited about it that uh, if they come to a game by themselves the first time, they come back and bring three or four people with them the next one. Last question for you, Greg. Uh, can you tell us uh, about any announcements forthcoming with the franchise over the next few weeks or uh, tease anything that's coming along? Uh, I would say that uh, here in the next two or three weeks, we'll announce a coach. We will announce uh, tryouts here in the next two, two weeks or so. Uh, we are having a we're having our local launch party uh, sometime the third or the fourth week of November. Uh, we're kind of working out the details, but it'll be a big, you know, loud production. Uh, and uh, it will probably be uh, in the, the municipal auditorium, but that'll be our, our opportunity to open our world up to, to, uh, to fans 
the Cats fans from from days gone by, new Cats fans, uh, potential sponsors, things like that. So that'll be happening towards the end of November. Um, we will tickets will go on sale shortly after that, um, and we're hoping to be able to sell out season tickets uh, at the municipal and uh, and and you know go into that thing knowing very well that we're going to have a whole lot of people in the arena and it's going to be a super big party. Greg, we appreciate your time today. We look forward to your opener against the Orlando Predators on April 27th. Sounds good, man. It's great to be with you. This has been another episode of Rebound Off the Net. I'm your host, Joshua Cox. Big thanks to Nashville Cats GM Greg Johnson for coming on the podcast to talk about the Cats franchise. Rebound Off the Net is produced by Preston Cox. We'll be back with you for another episode before you know it. In the meantime, always remember, catch the rebound off the net.